excited to have uh, our next guest. She is my business mentor. Uh, she's beautiful and smart. She's a previous NASA engineer turned millionaire entrepreneur. Okay, guys, if you're looking for a sugar mama, uh, you can't because she's married. Okay, I'm um, very proud to call her um, somebody who helped me get to an almost $10,000 launch in my online business. Yeah, believe it or not, um, I can run a business. Um, but I, my only regret is not working with her sooner. So you guys better listen to her if you want to make any money online, okay? So uh, welcome, Luisa. So glad to have you here. How are you doing? Oh, thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, so um, let's just dive right into the questions. I think we have so many questions. So um, did you marry into millions or did you inherit it? <laughs> so the answer is neither. I uh, made my millions. I love it. So um, can you tell us like, uh, what did you what did you do if we were not born smart like you? Is it possible? Like, how did you make you literally because she okay, guys, Louisa made millions in months. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna let her talk about it. But I just wanted to let you guys know how fast well, she Thank you for that. I mean, the caveat I will say is any overnight success story, there's always like the years of grinding behind that, right? So uh, while technically it did happen very quickly, I started my first business over 10 years ago. I was part of a failed uh, tech startup uh, quite, a, quite a few years ago as well. And so I've had definitely quite a few failures along the way. So what I do now is I have a, an online coaching and course business that helps people take their job skills and turn them into their own online service-based businesses. And I do that through what I call my employed entrepreneur system. And so that's, that's my main uh, job, quote unquote, if, uh, if you want to call it that right now. Your job is amazing because I feel like, okay, so... I'm a student of employee to entrepreneur. I will vouch for it till I die. It's amazing. So you talk a lot about like nine to five. So like, why shouldn't I pay bills until I die? So uh, let me, let me clarify. Cause you should pay all of your bills, right? Oh, um, right. Are you, are you talking about like why you shouldn't basically be in the nine to five for forever? Yeah. Cause you talk about that a lot. And can you explain to us like, yeah, to absolutely. On like nine to five jobs. Yeah. So I do believe that the nine to five is great if that's what you want. However, yeah. for me, and I know for a lot of people more and more so nowadays, what is more important is to have that flexibility of calling, of scheduling your own time the way you want it to want you want to and of being able to control your income being able to work from wherever having basically the freedom to to live your life the way you want to instead of having to go to a set place to work every day during the week and my belief is that given the opportunities and the technology that we have nowadays anybody who is willing to put in the work to build their own online business can have that and so that's why I believe that anyone who wants this type of lifestyle, who wants the freedom, the flexibility, the income, and who is willing to basically do the work to make it happen should absolutely have that. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that because 
we look at okay so a little bit of backstory okay louise is basically like the perfect asian daughter okay like you went to princeton um you graduated from are you were you electrical engineer or like, i was yeah okay electrical engineer amazing and um you went to nasa literally and then you started your own million dollar business so um do you feel like really anyone can do it like i'm pretty sure i'm like your worst student in terms of like <laughs> no. just, just background because my background is all over the place i'm basically unemployable can you tell us like okay you say anybody can do it right so can you share with us like what are some of the occupations of people that have uh like gone through your system yes yeah, so when i say anyone i mean pretty much anyone if you especially if you have a job right now you have some skills that you're being paid for you can turn that into your own business so i've helped students in over 30 industries uh some of the top industries are like health coaching relationship coaching career coaching uh people who have a sales background doing sales coaching um, design, uh, site designers, copywriters, all the way to people who have backgrounds in doing energy healing and energy work and Reiki. And so it really, it's not about where you start. It's about where you want to go and what you're willing to do to get there. Yeah. And it was so crucial to have you alongside me when I was launching, cause I was going insane. I, I feel like the, the two months that you helped me, it, it was long. I definitely could not have done it without you, but like your launch was even harder. So like, okay, um, can you take us through your, uh, like your journey? Because you were literally working in a very hard, uh, was it marketing? I forgot what yeah, advertising. Yeah. yeah. Advertising. Right. So you were like doing like your regular nine to five and doing a side business. And that's just that by itself is incredible. But like your story is so heart wrench I don't know. okay I don't want to say heart wrenching but it was just like oh my gosh like I remember when I was going to launch I was like wow Louisa went through way more crap than I did so can you walk us through like how did you like make uh I think you made like 40,000 before you turned in your notice or like uh, I forgot the number a little bit more so I actually oh, I love it. technically yeah. 106,000 oh that's amazing what you were saying earlier about my background. So yes, I studied hard. Uh, I, I would say I am book smart, but I also had a lot of um, obstacles I had to overcome. So that's why I think it's really important for us to start there so that people aren't like, Oh, you know, it was yes. so easy for mm -hmm. Louisa and you know, cause she's so smart and whatever. Like, yes, I was book smart. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily <laughs> translate into having entrepreneurial skills. Let me just put it that way. Mm -hmm. Do you think your parents, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Do you think your parents are still like disappointed because they're Asian? <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> my parents have made their peace. I have been doing this for about five years now. They're still not happy? So, no, like, no, they're, they're, they're finally happy. Know, okay, I think they've God. made their thank peace God. with it. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> so, okay. Now they're just like, all right, our daughter does whatever she wants and she'll be okay. And She's I mean, a millionaire married to a doctor. You're like so, well, anyways. <laughs> well, so I mean, so, okay. Behind the scenes, the reality is I, when I first started out, I was a massive introvert. I did not feel comfortable sharing anything on social media, being on videos, live streams, nothing. I did not know how to basically market myself. So everything I wrote was very factual and dry and just I mean, it was valuable information, but it was mm -hmm. basically boring, you know, cause I was just like mm -hmm. writing like a textbook. Mm -hmm. 
and I didn't have any sales skills. And then I had all of my traditional upbringing where I'd been taught that money is hard to earn. Mm-hmm. So to put it into perspective, my first job out of college, I was, my salary was about $70,000 a year. Oh. And when I called my parents and told them, uh-huh. my dad said, wow, you're not worth that much. Oh and God. it wasn't because uh, he didn't love me or believe in me. It's right, just, right, right. that's the mentality, yeah. the money me- mentality that I grew up with that money is hard to earn. Even uh, like any amount of money you make is just, you need to be darn grateful for it. And who knows when you might lose your job. So you need to be prepared. So like that kind of mentality, all of that, that's what I was working with. And so I had to work through all of that, build my confidence, reframe the way I thought about money, reframe, mm-hmm. just even realizing that it was possible to build a business because I hadn't mm. grown up around any entrepreneurs and nobody around me supported me. And so I had to kind of work through all of that. And I did that bit by bit by focusing on what I wanted. So I had big dreams. I wanted to impact a lot of people. I wanted to challenge myself to grow. I wanted more from my life than a job, no matter how good. And so I I had to focus on the goals that I had to believe were possible for me versus focusing on the fears. And so amazing. Yeah. So focusing on that, focusing on the value that I could help people with. So at the time I was being paid very well to Mm -hmm. do and analyze, manage ads in my job. So I Mm -hmm. thought, Hey, I can do this. I already have proof I'm being paid for it. Mm -hmm. I can help small business owners with it right now. Mm -hmm. And so that really helped me shortcut a lot of my kind of internal fears because I was focusing not on, Oh, what's my value? What am I worth? Instead Mm -hmm. I focused on what, what can I teach? What can Mm -hmm. I give in terms of my knowledge and my skills. And I mean, the final piece I'll share really quickly before I take a pause is that <laughs> I love it. I, I really like that's all I did when I was in my job and building my business. I kind of stopped talking to my friends and family for a while because they were mm-hmm. so unsupported. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a social life. I went to work, I came home, sat on my couch, worked on my business. That was pretty much what it looked like. Mm. And so in terms of, you know, fast success, yes, it came together quickly. But again, that was after over a decade uh, since my first business of quite a few other online uh, business ventures that didn't work out well, work out, but that taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. And then getting to a point where I was ready, I was determined, and Mm -hmm. I just sat down, put my head down and, and worked. Mm. And it's incredible because what dis- I feel like what distinguishes you from other coaches is like you're very systematic and you achieve your results very quickly and you come from um, a background where it was so unsupportive and I've, I've read your emails and I was just like, wow, this is like insane. And you've made so much money in such a like, short time. Um, can you share with us your numbers a little bit for the more analytical audience members? Yeah. So what I will share is I don't talk about my annual revenue nowadays. Okay. 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 Um, Smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She makes too much, guys. There's, there's, yeah, yeah. There's no need to. Yeah. But right, right, right. Proof. Yeah. And I will say I have shared these with uh, publications like Forbes and Business mm-hmm. Insider, and they right. do ask for 
actual proof, like financial mm -hmm. statements, mm -hmm. um, to verify this. So this is confirmed. So mm -hmm. the the first four months uh, before I left my job, I was doing advertising consulting over one hundred and six thousand wow. dollars. Um, sales went to over one point one million dollars uh, wow. for for my current business within its first year. Wow. And then since then, we have grown into a multi million dollar business. That's incredible. Wow. Guys, um, please join our program if you want to do this because she, you're just simply incredible. And I, and I um, want to ask you, like, what you kind of talked a little bit about the sacrifice. Like, what do you feel like distinguishes like your successful students versus maybe your students who don't make uh, as much money? Yes. And by the way, thank you for just the, the, the shout out. It means a lot to me, especially you being someone who went through my programs. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Oh my God. It was so of knowing it. Um, yeah. It's, um, I will vouch for it. Yeah. You're one of the most organized coaches and you actually <laughs> show up on time. I, this is like my, my biggest pet peeve. Like you're always on time. Um, not like some of the other coaches. But like well, thank you for that. <laughs> and so, okay, back to your, back yeah. to your question. Yes, so yes, what yes. I'll say is what I've seen over the years is what I was talking about earlier, where I truly believe anyone can do it, but you have to put in the work. So yes. my, the people who succeed, they come in, they know, Hey, this this woman, Louisa, her programs have been around for a while. And so, yes, I am scared. Uh, I'm, you know, not confident. I have my doubts and fears, but this system has proven I'm going to figure out how to make it work for mm -hmm. me. They, so they come in with that mentality of being responsible and of, mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to solve whatever problems come up from day one versus mm. I will sometimes have students who come in and just ask, hey, do you have, or before they even invest in my programs, I ask, hey, do you have a guarantee? How do I know it'll work? Mm. And for people like that, I will say, hey, you might not be ready to join my programs mm -hmm. yet, that's fine. Because if you're looking for a guarantee, you are your guarantee, right? Mm. I mean, I have my proof, I have my testimonials, but I, I can't do the work for you. If I right. did, that would be my business. Exactly. And so th that's a massive difference. Uh, the uh, another really big difference I will say is resiliency. So mm. my successful students, they plan for failure. They know that that's part of the process of building a business to be rejected, to have things not go the way you want, but that doesn't mean that you're not cut out for it in the long term. Mm. Instead, they just plan for it beforehand. They know, Hey, this is what I'm going to do if I have a worst case scenario and then I'll learn from it and move on versus I will have other students who, and I teach this specifically in my programs because it's such an important skill, but there are students who will come in and just disregard that. And just if they have the slightest rejection if some one person says no to them, or if they share mm. one post and no one responds, then they will get discouraged. And no matter what content I share, no matter what coaching or support they get, they just aren't available to hear it. And so mm -hmm. that is a difference. And that's, that's just a decision, right? Mm -hmm. You can Absolutely. decide that that's how you're going to be one way or another. And it's not easy. It's much easier said than done, but that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say, cause I was in your mastermind in 2000 for basically like a year. Um, and I feel like what's great about it is like you attract really smart people. Um, we have PhDs, we have like uh, people, 
graduated from USC. Um, we had people who were um, UC Berkeley grads and people who've been in consulting like forever. So I feel like uh, just being in that uh, environment, I remember like I'll like jump off a call and I feel like, yeah, I'm ready to do this. And like before the call, I'm like, I'm, like I, I'm, I'm just a little bit scared because it's like, I feel like you you talk about resiliency really well because it's like okay you fail but okay what do we learn from it right so I'll come in like obviously nothing is perfect and I'll share with you the numbers and afterwards I'll be like oh yeah I'm ready to do this and the funny thing is like we see these experts and they are experts but like you come to your mastermind you can really feel like you can talk we can talk to you about stuff mm. and then be like accountable for it that's what i like also guys if you can um do meet louisa in person please do um we met in austin and it was like a very unforgettable three days that's the only way i can describe it because you also you know what i mean like we assembled like molly sap uh richard creel they're like multi-millionaires and um they work on the mindset they work on the marketing so i feel like uh you assemble a really good collection of people so if you want to do what kind of next level i guess because i've done your um like what was the program i did i think it was an eight-week program when it was happening because um, the thing yeah because i wasn't even ready to work with you because i was like struggling a little bit and you were like uh, you had integrity and, and you're like yeah maybe maybe a little bit later and then i came back to you i think like a year later yeah and i was like yeah i'm gonna join all your programs and um yeah it was uh life-changing because of not only like the stuff that you do like because your stuff is solid it's very because like a lot of internet people are like hi here's a uh you know 20 hour uh video but your program is very um like to the point I feel like you just cut out the fluff um it's just like very laser targeted and just being around the people that you surround yourself with is just super priceless so i just wanted to say that um thank you yeah yeah absolutely so um okay uh so you guys uh better work with Louisa if she allows you to work with her because obviously you because you attract high achievers for sure and that's what I really really enjoy uh so okay so now you live in New York City can you tell us like what life is like in the life of an internet entrepreneur <laughs> so first thing I will say I am not sitting by the beach sipping margaritas all the time. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, let's. <laughs> I feel <sell> scammed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the reality is my life, I'm, I have a lot to be grateful for. Uh, I, I live in New York, as you mentioned, in the city. And at this point, I do work really great hours. And again, as we were talking about earlier, it's the result of having built up my business and the systems and the support team in my business over the past five years to have it at this point where uh, I do coach a very small handful of clients. I create content that I love doing. And, you know, I've got my courses and, and sales. I, I kind of on autopilot, it happens, you know, because of the systems that we set up. I kind of want to avoid saying autopilot because then people start thinking it's quote unquote passive and there's really no such thing as passive income. You have, there's always right. something going on behind the scenes. Right, right. But I mean, pretty much all my focus is on, um, you know, big term strategy, creating content, coaching a handful of clients, maybe creating a new course when I'm feeling like I have something new to share. But mm. aside from that, I'm living my life. I'm, uh, you know, doing fun things like taking piano lessons right now and just really appreciating that when you put in the work, you can mm. create the life that you want. 
Man, you're so classy, Luisa. Like, even, like, in your time, you play piano. It's, like, an amazingly classy instrument. Because I play piano. I think you play piano before, right? I did. And then you're coming back to it. I play piano before. I'm never going to go back to it again. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so, okay. So let's talk about, like, uh, so you've been in the business for, for five years. So, like, what were some of the mistakes you wish you would have avoided? And, like, if you had to do it all over again, what would you do? So pretty much any mistake you can think of, I have most likely made. So that being said, and I'll share a few of them in just a second, but that being said, I would do it all over again, exactly the way I did it because mm. every single mistake it has led me where I am. Right. It's also sure. made me a better coach, a better course creator, because it's allowed me to have more empathy for my own students and to also to be able to say, Hey, don't do this. Look out for these pitfalls and come from that place. Mm. So for example, when I first started, I didn't do my due diligence when hiring the right mentors. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that was, that was like $18,000. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say I lost cause I learned things from that. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about choosing the right mentors. And so that was the price of that lesson. Um, and so that happened. That was a pretty big mistake. I've also over spent in my business where I wanted to scale my business. There have been times when maybe I hired a team member too quickly, or I uh, spent more on a traffic channel than was wise to try and scale it faster. Um, I would say my, th those are my top three mistakes in terms of what has had the biggest impact financially on my business mm -hmm. in a negative way. Um, but I mean, those are, those are all really common mistakes that again, I'm, I don't want to say I'm glad I made them. I probably would have made them at some point sooner or later. So better, <laughs> better to get it over with. Right. Right. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. So, um, okay. Next question, because I'm also an Asian female, I feel like it'd be interesting to hear your viewpoints on it. Do you feel like your gender and your race affect your six? It's uh, a hard question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like your gender and your race affect your success? Uh, so thank you for asking. I love, yeah. I, I'm happy <laughs> to talk about this. Mm -hmm. So my belief is that I'm, I'm lucky, you mm -hmm. know, I was born in the US. Uh, I believe, um, you know, we're in the best country possible to build your, your own business. Um, so many opportunities. And for all of those reasons, I don't feel at a disadvantage because of my gender or my race. And this is coming from someone who even, you know, even in college studying electrical engineering, the industries that I was in, they were male dominated. And so, but you know what, that never felt like a disadvantage to me. Uh, I felt mm. like I was always lucky to be surrounded by the best people, mm. uh, no matter what race or gender. And I, I felt respected based on my abilities and my contribution, mm. my work mm -hmm. ethic, mm -hmm. again, um, versus my gender or my race. I, I will that. say mm -hmm. there, this is not so much race specific, but gender specific where in the workforce, I, I do remember there were times when I was told I was too aggressive or where, uh, I felt uncomfortable promoting myself, um, mm -hmm. because of 
I think what a lot of us as women are taught about what it's okay to be mm -hmm. versus, you know, a guy talks up, up his accomplishments. He's cool. Right. <laughs> a woman yeah. Does it. Yeah. He's overly aggressive. That's yeah. not so cool. Mm -hmm. And so that was something that I, you know, had to learn how to work through and really promote myself in a way that felt good to me while working to my advantage versus my disadvantage. But mm -hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I've never wished to be a different gender or a different race. I'm very proud of my, mm -hmm. well, I mean, I consider myself American, but I'm really proud mm -hmm. of my ethnicity, right, yeah. mm -hmm. um, of my family. And I mean, I love being a woman. <laughs> so, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Because I feel like there's so few, well, okay. Maybe in our industry, it's not so few, but it's like in general, like seeing a female a multimillionaire is not every day. Well, you know what I mean? Well, I feel like in our circle, the coaching circle is not that crazy. But like, if you go into the regular world, you're like, oh, hi, I'm a female multimillionaire. Like people would be like amazed, you know? So I, I'm, I'm glad that you shared that. Do you ever feel like you have to work extra hard than your male counterparts in order to prove yourself? Or do you feel like just the work uh, stands on its own? You know, this is such an interesting question and I've gotten it a few times over my career. And it's, it's interesting because I haven't thought about it that way. And the reason is because, and this is why I'm so grateful for my parents. They gave me such an incredible work ethic. Mm -hmm. And so yes. my philosophy has, philosophy has pretty much always been, and I wasn't born with this. I want to caveat. I wasn't, it was drilled into me by my parents. So let's make that very clear. Has always been, I will outwork anybody else, no matter their race or their gender. Wow. I don't care. You know, it's just, it's just a given what I'm yeah, going to do. I love that. And so I, yeah, I think that's a, uh, I don't know if it's better, but it's a different way of reframing that. And that's the, the way I've always thought about it. That's awesome. Because I remember you doing your launch and it was just like every day you showed up on video, you would answer everyone's questions. And even in Austin, like you stayed super late to answer people's questions. And even one of our um, like masterminders, she's like, you didn't have to do that, but you just did it anyway. So I think it, yeah, it definitely speaks to great parenting, your character, integrity. Um, so thank you for sharing your philosophy on that because it makes so much sense now because you, I think you were very hard um, while I was watching you doing all this stuff and I feel like you've automated a lot of this stuff so you have the ability you know to do other things and make money so I think that's a really great um, example so okay so let's go towards the more funnier side of things what do you find uh, funny or like what situations do, makes you laugh <laughs> Uh, I find a lot of situations funny. I have to say, I think mm. that is a gift um, that I was given where I can laugh at almost anything. So uh, looking back now, I mean, things that weren't funny at the time, really just mistakes <laughs> I made and mm -hmm. the way I thought, right? Sometimes I'll look over, for example, my journal from five or 10 years <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, I was, I was yeah. optimistic. We'll just put it that way. Yeah, so true. things like that. I also, I mean, 
it, it's not so much funny as just like entertainment and amusement. Uh -huh. yeah. when, when I'm creating my content, yes, I'm always sharing something incredibly valuable, but uh -huh. I'm also looking to add amusement and entertainment to it. So how can I, you know, add like a, yeah. a like a sarcastic comment that's not mean mm -hmm. or anything, but just like amusing, right? To constantly, mm -hmm. <laughs> basically yes. mm -hmm. keep me and my audience entertained uh, and interested. Yeah, your emails are hilarious. Like, cause then I feel like on more TV now. I was like, "Why you watch Asian dramas? I want to know what drama that is." Um, but yeah, her emails are awesome. Sign up for her emails, guys. But yeah, you do provide a lot of value, and it's entertaining which I think is a rare combo. Cause I think either people air so much on like information or they're just like completely entertaining. And uh, you have that uh, nice, nice mix of things. Um, do you have any favorite comedians? Yeah, so I think, I was thinking about this. I think someone who just came to mind right away was Ali Wong. Yes. Uh, oh my yeah. God. Okay. We, we're gonna, we're yes. gonna have a discussion on okay. this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Her specials, and like, I did. Uh, yeah, that's how I first heard, uh, heard of her. Oh they are funny. I can't. I don't know why. What's coming to mind is this <laughs> one phrase. I love how she takes really common things and just completely turns them around. Like you know yeah. what? Um, I, I always. I something she said. Like I always wanted to be a trophy wife, yeah. but yeah. right now I'm a trophy plaque. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's hilarious. That is because the funny thing I'm reading her dear book, dear girls book right now. Mm. And I was really mad because of her, how her husband was in the beginning. I haven't finished a book. It's funny because I was literally listening to her book today. Um, I guess I'll finish a book and then some of my opinions, but I'm, I'm so glad because I saw her in the Irvine improv actually when she was, I think pregnant with her second kid. I think maybe right after I forgot which one, but I was like, oh. she was like right after she was like working. I was like, Oh my God she is hustling and uh you know and she's like whatever multimillionaire, of course you know but that's that's awesome that you that you love her as well awesome and like i think uh i saw her on an interview saying like she gave cheap costume idea to like pregnant asian women or something and i just started laughing because like that's the best costume you can do and i, I don't even know what i did for Halloween. but anyways um so yeah oh my god um man so yeah i just lost my train of thought i was thinking about so like what advice would you give for somebody when they're choosing like a business mentor because i think you've had a million mentors so like what would you say is like a how do you distinguish a good mentor versus a mentor who's not a good fit for you yeah so a couple of things i look for first nowadays i look for someone who has done what I want to do, who has done it themselves. I know there's a lot of advice about hiring mentors who can help, uh, who have helped other people do what you want to do. And maybe they haven't, they don't have to, um, have done it themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a time and place for that. Absolutely. But for business mentoring specifically, I now look for someone who has done what I want to do themselves and has firsthand experience of it. So they can talk to, you know, what it's like running a business, long-term strategy, just things that I specifically want their experience on. Um, I look for someone who has really quality content. 
uh, who has been around. And so, you know, it isn't just a website and some social media Mm -hmm. who has, uh, for example, nowadays I have my YouTube channel, I have my blog, I have content on all the major media publications of the wazoo. Mm-hmm. I look for someone who has that history and their content is actually good. And then finally, I look for someone with the same values that I have mm-hmm. in terms of uh, treating people right while also holding to your own boundaries. So mm-hmm you know, balancing that fine line, not letting people walk all over you while being a decent human being. Mm -hmm. And who uh, shares my values about building a business for the long term, uh, building a a lasting brand and, and things like that. That's awesome. Thank you for that. And uh, not only that, you actually, um, you are married as well. And I'm just curious because it's like, I'm divorced now. I'm on the hunt for the second uh, husband looking for like a sugar daddy now. So like, um, like, what is that like balancing like your, because okay, hilarious thing. Uh, is that when we were at your mastermind, we were all asking, like, can we see your husband? Can we see a picture? And then you're like, no, he doesn't want to come out here. Um, so, like, how do you balance, like, um, being married, like, running? Because, okay, because while I was running my launch, I feel like my ex-husband almost killed me. So mm-hmm. how do how do you balance, like, uh, st- maybe, okay, maybe family. Like, 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 let's, let's expand this, not pick on your husband. Like how, and I think it was probably, I think he sounds very supportive from what you shared with yes. us anyway. Yeah, so how do you deal with, like, family and friends when you're launching and they're like, what the heck are you doing? Uh, how do you handle the, the family and friends aspect of it? Yeah, so what's worked really well for me is setting expectations and knowing that, sometimes things have to give for certain amounts of time in order, you know, to, to hit certain goals. Mm -hmm. And so let me make that more specific. So with my husband specifically, when I'm doing a launch and I mean, I'm looking that he has a very demanding job himself. So it's not like he's just, you know, sitting at home being like, Oh my gosh, I'm so (laughs) bored. You don't want to hang out with me. Um, But it really is about setting expectations where I will say, Hey, you know, from, this state to this state, I'm going to be doing my launch. I'm going to have less time to, to spend with you, but it's only going to be for this set amount of time. And, uh, the, the goal for that is to have a certain end goal. Mm -hmm. And so that's, um, that I would say is the, the key for us to really have a balanced schedule. And then what he'll do is during that time, he will say, okay, then I will stack my work schedule. So I'm working more this time as well. Mm. Um, and that way I won't feel like resentful of your business or anything. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then in between that, we do make time. We, we schedule it on our calendars to set time aside and spend time together. Wow. So it really is just about, I mean, a, a lot of people say this, so, but it's true that, you know, show me your calendar and I will tell you where your priorities are. Mm -hmm. And it really is. Well, everybody, and this is another cliche, but again, true. Beyonce has the same 24 hours in a day that you do. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just like, you make, we make time for the things that we care about. And so no matter how busy it gets, setting aside this time, knowing that's a non-negotiable and then working around that. Mm. That's incredible. So like, I'm just curious, like, so how did you and your husband meet and like, what qualities of his impressed you? 
Yeah. So <laughs> if you, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, we actually kind of grew up together. Oh, um, our, we, yeah, we lived, we met in high school, so it wasn't like, you know, childhood mm-hmm. sweethearts, but right, we met in high school. Right. Mm-hmm. We lived in the same city, really close to each other. And so we, we've known each other for a really long time. We haven't dated the whole time. Um, but basically we dated kind of long distance on and off in college. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, eventually he moved to New York where I was mm-hmm. and we, got together and ended up getting married. Um, and so the qualities I will say that attracted me to him, there were two main, actually three main ones. The first one is loyalty. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's really the most important thing to me. I'm incredibly loyal to my friends and my loved mm-hmm. ones, and I expect the same. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to make sure that I was with a part, like a true partner, you know, someone mm-hmm. who support me in my goals and in my endeavors. And mm-hmm. I would do the same for him, of course, but who wouldn't be maybe intimidated by my mm-hmm. outcome. Him, yes. who's mm-hmm. happy to kind of have a partnership versus one person needing to be in the spotlight. Mm. Um, and so that was the most important thing. The second thing I looked for was kindness, right? Mm. I wanted someone who really had a good heart, who um, basically f- just did what he said he was going to do, mm. who mm-hmm. treated people right. So I'm lumping mm-hmm. all of that under kindness. Mm. Um, and someone who I could just truly trust and know had similar values to me. And the final thing I looked for was someone who made me laugh. So we talked about this earlier. I mean, I love to laugh. I think it's Mm -hmm. so important. And having, having those three characteristics were really the the most important. And I mean, he's not bad on the eyes either. So that tells you. You finally shared a picture of him uh, in a, I know some picture I forgot some sort of social media so yeah a while back yeah (laughs) yeah that's awesome thank you so much for sharing that so um what advice would you give for like can I say the majority of your students are female or is that not true anymore actually it's not true it's a mix okay okay yeah so I guess okay let me rephrase my question what would you suggest to the spouse of somebody who's going through your course in terms of support. Yeah. Because I think, I think we all know what we need to do, but we don't know how to tell people who are in our lives what to do. What would you suggest for the spouses or family and friends? That's a really good point. So here's, here are a few things. First, even if you don't necessarily believe in what that person is, your partner is trying to do. (laughs) That's the thing. I'm sorry. I'm laughing, but you know, it's true. (laughs) I remember when I first started my husband, (laughs) like he didn't know anything about online business to this day. He doesn't like, he yeah, what did he say? So, what did he say about it? Stuff. He was like, you just do you, right. Oh, you just do okay, what you that. need to do. <laughs> and that's because like, <laughs> you don't believe in online business or anything. But How you dare he? <laughs> now, right, so but yeah, yeah. Though, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what mm, really matters. That's good. He mm. believed in me. I believed in myself and I believed mm. I would figure it out. That's what was the most important thing. I love that. Um, believe in that your partner support them. And then also once success starts happening, temper, mm-hmm. um, you know, the jealousy. So oh. questions, questions mm-hmm. I've had from students are, Hey, I'm especially This is especially for my female students. Hey, I'm making more than my partner or my partner yeah. feels like, you know, it's easier for me than it is for mm-hmm. him or her to, to make money. And there's some jealousy going on. Mm-hmm. And what I will say is remind your partner of what you had to go through to mm-hmm. get to that point. 
right? They, they were there. They saw, they saw it very likely. And if not, then you need to educate them on that and ask for the support and let them know, Hey, it's, it's a partnership. My success is your success, right? Mm. It's about, I'm building a life for the both of us. It's not just me benefiting. Mm. And remind your partner of that. It doesn't matter who has the quote unquote glory of, oh, mm-hmm. I, you know, b- made more. Who cares? Right. <laughs> right. They can make more. You can make more. I mean, great. Mm-hmm. The more, the better. That's true. Um, yeah. And re- remind them of that. It's not about you versus me. It's about us together. And when you t- share from that point of view, they believe in you mm-hmm. and they believe, and you believe in yourself and your future. And you guys are really looking at it from a long-term perspective, not of me versus them, but instead of us together accomplishing something awesome, that really helps shift that perspective. And it helps not only in the good times, but also in the tough times in the beginning, when maybe you need a little bit more support and help with the kids so you can work on mm-hmm. your business. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. It's kind of behind the scenes. Not everybody, I think not every coach has the ability to share that because they're not in that situation. So thank you for, for sharing that. So can you share with us some of your like client success stories um, besides me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, there are so many amazing success stories. Um, I mean, one person I'll share, I was just chatting with her cause she was in, in the mastermind the same year mm-hmm. you were is Ruby. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. She, um, I mean, she's awesome. You guys are really similar mm-hmm. in so many ways, but she joined mm-hmm. my program yes. at the time. She actually shared in the group. She was like, I wasn't sure if I was going to join. I, cause I've never done this before. I had no clue, mm-hmm. but then I was sitting in my cubicle and I thought, Hey, if I don't try this, I'm going to be here in the next five, 10 years. So I have to give it a try. Mm-hmm. So she came in, she did that. She gotten her first client. She, so she was like a matchmaker in her work and she had a master's degree in that. She built that into a relationship coaching business. She'd gotten her first client for $2,000 within two weeks. And then within seven months, she left her job. And now her business is going from strength to strength. I mean, she's been um, a TEDx speaker. Her business continues to grow. And uh, it's just, I mean, it's really cool to see. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I have other students who have done, you know, 30,000 first launches, uh, multiple six figure first launches who have built, uh, from basically scratch to multiple six figure businesses within a year, um, who have gone from years of trying to build a business and not getting any results to consistently making $10,000 a month. It just, and these are all in various different industries. Like we talked about earlier as well. It's just every person has a unique situation, but the system works for all of them. Cause I mean, it's building a business, you know, we don't need to reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. and it's just so cool to see literally people changing their lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you definitely changed mine. So how can we uh, work with you? What's going on? How can we join your email list? Uh, How can we further? Absolutely. So the easiest way to do all of that is to uh, go to this uh, URL that I'm about to share in just a second, where I have a fun PDF, not, not just fun, but useful PDF on the blueprint for building a six figure online business. And yeah, it contains that as well as the top three mistakes to avoid that I see 
aspiring entrepreneurs make all the time. So that PDF is at luisajoe.com slash gift. I'm going to spell out my name really quickly because thank it, you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. It doesn't spell how it sounds. Yes. <laughs> it's um, L U I S A Z as in zebra H O U.com slash gift. And if you go there, you'll, uh, sign up, get instant access to the PDF. And then that will put you through my email list where you'll start getting my um, emails and newsletters. You'll get a chance to uh, learn more about my employed entrepreneur program and join it and just get lots of awesome emails from me. Thank you so much, Lisa. This is one of the best I've done. You're so organized and on point. So many things that like some of it I knew new stuff too. So thank you so much for being on this show. Uh, looking forward to have you on future episodes. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you.